You are listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. What I want to do today as we look at the importance of thought life uh, is to almost go back on the first session and perhaps recount many of the things that we've talked about over these last few podcasts. In session one, I talked about the Wesleyan quadrilateral, these four sources uh, of our theological conclusions. Uh, Scripture, which is the ultimate authority, the authority beyond which we should never go. Uh, Our tradition, that is our belief system uh, as a church or as a denomination, that that shapes our theology. There is experience, your testimony, your your experience with God, quite frankly, that, that, that also shapes your theology. And then reason, your ability to think, your ability to reason is part of your theology. And what we've discovered is that most Christians who go to Bible-based churches are biblically illiterate. So in many ways, our ability to to exercise these elements of our theology is rather difficult because of our incapacity to know where the barriers are for Scripture. People don't know what to believe, therefore, perhaps, they don't believe it. And part of the problem is it appears that less and less people are having a life-changing experience with the Holy Spirit. There are just not enough testimonies anymore. And so therefore, our ability to reason, that is to think theologically, is drastically handicapped because of our limited knowledge of God. Therefore, we are primed to fall for the devil's lure of creating a personal theology based on a notion of what God looks like. Simply put, we're as exposed to the temptations of this world as Adam and Eve were. Second Corinthians chapter 11, Paul writes, I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy. I promised you to one husband, to Christ, so that I might present you as pure as a virgin to him. But I'm afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the snake's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. For if someone comes to you and preaches a Jesus other than the Jesus we preached, or if you receive a different spirit from the spirit you received, or a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it easily enough. Simply put, friends, you must be sure of who Jesus is, you must be certain of the power of the Holy Spirit, and you must be sure of the gospel, because if you're not, there are plenty of people who will teach it to you their way. Friends, simply put, we were all born sinners, totally depraved and justly exposed to the wrath of God. And for all sinners, there is a discontent about life and who we are. It's just natural. If we sinned against God, we're always going to feel ill at ease. And no amount of human affirmation or justification will take away that sense of failure. And what we need, therefore, is at some point in our lives, for somebody to tell us the hard truth, no matter how hard. What's your testimony? Have you ever felt convicted by your sins? Have you ever asked Jesus for forgiveness? Have you ever truly experienced the transforming grace of Jesus Christ? If your answer is no, then believe this to be true and allow Christ to bestow his grace upon you. 
If you refuse his grace and forgiveness, which is your prerogative, then recognize that your belief system has no real foundation and your thoughts will search out and settle upon a different gospel which preaches a different Christ and a different spirit. Remember, your ability to think, your ability to reason is a gift, a precious gift, born out of God's love for you. But it's used to its fullest when you align it to God himself. That's the design for your thoughts. That's the design for reason. An alignment for Christ, for the sake of the world. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.